Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to Xbox Tavern, Xpod Tavern, episode 89. <laughs> Sounds like the certainty in that one. Yeah, <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Have we lost Jamie? I don't know, but... Who knows? Who knows? Oh. Jamie, take it away. No, I don't want to. Don't want to? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome. Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern, episode 89. Really? Wonderful Sunday evening at 8pm. Uh, ish. Uh, very ish this evening, sorry my fault. Um, I am Jamie, and once again joined by uh, MPP Graham. Hello. Millie Mannion. Bonjour. Scottish Gruff Ross. Hello. How are we all gentlemen? Very good. Not too bad, thank you. Yourself? Spiffing. Spiffing. Did you enjoy your bike ride this morning, Ross? It was delightful, yes. You look like uh, your... Recording in progress. Oh, it was it was a, a fun experience. Yes, nice wee trip up the hills. So that was quite good. good. Nice, nice. And the other two, you all right, Graham, Ian? Yeah, we're yeah. not too bad, thank you. Just press record. Yeah, just coping with the heat. Yeah, it's a wee bit warm. I want to be up with Ross today. I think more my uh, more think, my speed up there. I think we sort of peaked at about twenty seven today. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Couldn't well, like I said to you earlier on, we need to send some seas up your way. I think. Way too hot down here. Anyway, it's enough of that nonsense because it's hot seeds. everywhere. Seas. Seals says seas. I mean, you Drops can send them some seed if you like, Ian. Seas. <laughs> okay. Seals. Oh, okay. Anyway, obviously we weren't here last week, so we're going to catch up a little bit of news last week, a little bit of news this week. Uh, ladies' favourite Daniel's away, son himself, really top of his tan, ready to come back next week, hopefully. Yeah, um, drunk on Smyrna Fice. On Smyrna Fice and Breezes. Breezes? I haven't heard that for a long time. Um, but yeah, yeah so sure. we'll be back next week uh, to the fearsome fivesome. Is that is that a thing? Um, I'm yeah. not here next week. Oh, right, I knew so. that was coming. <laughs> anyway, let's we could worry about that next week. Video games and Microsoft. A big news thing from the week prior to to last was that they've testing an Xbox Game Pass family plan finally in Ireland and uh, some South American co- uh, countries. Is that right, Colombia? As nice place cease to start them, yeah, yeah. Columbia. So, uh, yes, yeah, so they tested the family plan, it's allowing up to four subscribers. I'm oh, sorry, you and four subscribers by the looks of it uh, to go onto a family plan. Uh, there's no specific details out there yet, but it looks like it's going to be about they say here, uh, the Irish one being offered 21.99 euros a month. So, that's, I think the euro and the pound is pretty similar at the moment. Um, so yeah, obviously, that's a lot more than what it is now. But for what was it, eleven? No, fifteen pounds, isn't it for Ultimate? Um, so, yeah. You know, for less than the cost of two subscriptions, you could effectively get five subscriptions to it. Um, you don't have to be in the same house, but you do have to be in the same country. Um, other than that, it seems like they're testing it, and everyone's pretty happy so far. They're converting like they did with Gold to Ultimate. They're converting uh, the amount of time you've got left to this family plan. You decide to go for it, and it says here it will be. 18 days, uh, if you have a full month of Ultimate, sorry, it'll be 18 days of the new plan. So effectively, you're getting sort of just over half of what your subscription is right now, which I don't think is too bad. Um, obviously, not quite the, the one pound for three years at Game Pass got from Gold members, but it's still pretty decent. So, gentlemen, does this tickle your fancy any, at all? Will you be interested in signing up? Perhaps will we have an Xbox Davin's Pod Davin family plan? be excellent if I allowed you to, like... Do the game share part of it as well. I don't think it'd be game share, but no, I know but that'd be nice days. if they had that sort of factored in as well. well I did read uh, in Jez Gordon's report, I think, 
that you know now you can game share with one other person you could still technically do that and have the extra four accounts obviously they won't have access to your games but they'll have access to game pass yeah in theory you could there's another way around it of getting an even you know up to six people on a single account makes it wonder as well will it be um like great britain or united kingdom or will it be just like england and scotland yeah. <laughs> then yeah. oh, poor boss hey i don't care <laughs> can't we come come move to England? As I said, I would much rather spend a hundred pound a month on Ultimate than being. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want we'll, to finish that. I was going to say we'll, we'll <laughs> <see>. <laughs> stop that just before. Gray, does this, does this do anything for you? Would you be tempted to jump on either with us or perhaps with your kids or your your family and stuff? Uh, yeah, I suppose it's for many those of older kids that sort of take advantage of it. Um, yeah. I mean, I know people are looking for loopholes to try and get buddies on it, but the game share is obviously that loophole. Yeah. It makes the most sense, obviously, to share the most games. Getting others on to getting the game pass things, it's more for those that maybe don't play it as often as sort of they sub you a little bit and get a cut of the game share mm. of that way or of the game pass. And so you can kind of split a game pass fee with other people that just use it for that maybe. Um, but yeah, um, I can see the, the idea for it for those in-house, but yeah, maybe for those of older kids. I think it'd be good, for, like say, for a group of friends if they do want to have Game Pass. Like It's like a fiver each, so one person controls it and then everyone sends each other a fiver a month. Then happy days. Pretty much quids in, aren't you there? Effectively, yeah. And um, even if uh, it's only a couple of people, even if you only have, say, two people, it's still probably worth doing. And just split it between the two of you, you know, and then you could add more people on later on, I imagine. Um, but yeah, imagine so something these... like we all do, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, between us, as you said, Ian, but five each each month. I wonder, I'm wondering how it will uh, work with the rewards, Microsoft rewards, because obviously at the minute, a lot of us use that to maybe top up our game pass or or our credit and stuff like that. Um, and considering the price of it, it doesn't take that long to get that amount of credit to pay. To, to be able to pay for it as it were so you might even be able to, if you all bundled your rewards together or something and well I'll, I'll chuck my rewards in this month and you chuck your rewards in next month and go through all five of you by the time you get back to the first person you're probably going to have enough to to sort of pay for your month again so yeah that's that's another another aspect to it um so yeah it could be pretty interesting. the rewards is great i really forget it every single pretty much every day I, I, I forget all I'm the so bad of it like i like i have it like i have an app that does it for me have like on computer xbox every day always forget like, it's literally. the console part i forget to do I always do the pc stuff so like the the daily lists that are on like a uh, browser and then the mm. the pc searches the edge searches and the mobile searches i do do all of them but the actual ones that come up on the console with yeah, it's like 53 i find the console app itself for rewards is a lot easier to do like the daily set yeah it's a hell of a lot faster than i find even the web web browser version is so quite out, just, some, just whip them out and it's, it fucking flies for it i find especially when it's the five like five answer one where it's like eight five out of eight you know like which five are these the top five yeah. games yeah, yeah. Was, i always find the scrolling bit really flaggy Whereas on the Xbox, it's like boop, 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 yeah, done. Just, done. Um, done. Yeah, so Microsoft Awards, there's videos on the website on YouTube and stuff on the website about it. Daniel's put together, so go check that out if you're not familiar what what the program is. But it's well worth it, free money, basically, and it can go towards Game Pass or games or 
or your shop at Tesco's, I think they've still got the Oh, they can do there. loads of different things. There's loads of stuff you can spend it on. Um, so yeah, well worth a look. But yeah, again, so family plan, up to five people, yourself and four others by the looks of it. Uh, again, it's only being tested in Ireland and Colombia at the minute, but <clears throat> hopefully perhaps an announcement at Gamescom soon. 100%. We could, we could get some sort of like rollout. I guarantee. Even if it's just the Alpha Insiders or something. Because yeah, there'll be, there'll be something that, so. at Gamescom about it. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, at least... Uh, handful of countries maybe the, the main ones just to kind of get people going Ooh. So, fingers crossed fingers crossed it may, uh, well, most of us want to try to intervene there anyway. there's maybe one day like you know you mentioned how it's like uh, one month is like 18 days mm-hmm. I do wonder if, if you add people who have got game pass ready would it go into that pool as well yeah that would be interesting yeah because as you said if we all stacked ours together we'd have probably about 15 years between us so I wonder if it would roll over or if you'd say, well, you you can't add this person at the moment because... Yeah, because they got... Yeah, so I wonder how it would work if you have to, like, you confirm, oh, yeah, move your subscription to this person, will it allow you to? Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, hopefully we'll get an announcement at Gamescom perhaps next... Uh, no, next week, is it? Bloody hell. Oh, I was going to say next month, but, yeah, it's next week. Um, the 23rd, because I'm looking here, it looks like at Gamescom itself, we're going to get plenty of world premieres. Um <laughs> And exciting announcements and demos. Uh, Jeff Keeley tweeted out saying, "We are opening night live streams Tuesday, the tw- August the twenty third. So week after, well, just over a week, I should say. Sorry, uh, we're live from Colonmess in Cologne, Germany, with thousands of fans for a night of game announcements, world premieres, and hu- more on a huge stage." Uh, and then he, he goes on to say that Xbox has already attend- confirmed their attendance, but they haven't said what they're going to announce. Obviously, uh, so hopefully we could get this. We could also get an announcement of a white elite uh, version 2 controller by looks of it according to the verge there's a, a leak on that the other day but getting back to gamescom and what we don't know anything you'd like to see any specifics graham uh, an announcement or a date or a beta or any sort of thing you'd like to see come out of it uh no i haven't really been thinking that far ahead we've sort of seen through sort of due to drop and fifa due to drop soon those have kind of been on my radar at the moment um any other things are way too far ahead of, from Bethesda's kind of realm, which we've already discussed before. I mean, yeah. until we get anything new on those at the moment, there's nothing immediately that's sort of got to my attention other than those that are coming soon. Fair enough. So it's all going to be exciting to you no matter what happens then? Pretty much. <sighs> Unless they announce, uh, I don't know, I've lost my train of thought. Ian, <laughs> anything exciting you'd like to see announced next Tuesday? I mean, it would never just... happen, but Give me fucking Elite Design Labs. I want a new controller, and I want it to at least have the Elite one. Uh, to be fair, it. that would be cool. Would Would this white version not do it for you, or you do, you want to wait and try and design your own? I want to design my own, so I can put all the colours under the sun, like you do. Damn right, every That's single just... damn colour you can fit on that controller. Exactly. That's what I want to do. Make it nice and ugly and lovely at the same time. Damn right. Mm. Nice. Well, I can't. That's thing I just can't see it happening. But I think it's a, such a money-making scheme. But I think it's because it's going to cost too much to actually do. Yeah, well, the the, the the standard design labs I think are about twenty pound more than a standard controller. So I imagine an elite version would be at least that more than an elite version, if not more, um, which are already pretty expensive, especially the elite version too. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. If I didn't already have one, I'd probably pay pay the money to get a nice shiny orange one or something ross what about you anything you'd like to see announced next week um same as gray anything from uh, any news of the bethesda titles that are all being talked about and rumored 
Um, maybe a couple of big games, maybe rumoured for Game Pass or Cloud. I know we've got a story coming up later on about some big titles coming to Cloud Gaming, but... That's my next segue. Keep it going, keep it going. Something along the lines like that. Um, no, just, like I say, if they're saying there's going to be multiple world premieres, I'm just hoping, and it's maybe raining on the little guy, but it's not just like smaller indie titles, as much as there is some crackers out there. I really feel like the only thing that Xbox's momentum is missing is first party games. And I know obviously they've got them coming, but they don't have, like this year's quite a barren year for them. So the, as long as they've got news of big titles coming, that hopefully will at least keep folk happy with what Microsoft and Xbox are doing. Yeah, well, hopefully that, as I said, they'll drop some banger announcements, including, as you alluded to right there, another news story which we're going to slide into because I can't really think of anything that I'd like to see that we don't already know about, like Graham was saying, like Sky, uh, Skyfall. I was going to say, let's go with it, Skyfall. Uh, and <laughs> Red Red Rim? No, that's not right. Anyway, um, uh, so according to a user on Twitter, uh, at, oh, Christ, Noel Bellbrook, I don't know, where you can look it up. Uh, the Xbox store pages for GTA 5, Elden Ring, and Soul Hackers 2 have all received cloud, ba- cloud gaming beta logos. Um, obviously, they're not in Game Pass, but... <clears throat> when VGC did a story, I, I tried to, I'm reading here, attempted to read here. Uh, they attempted to play the games. They received an error message system that the labels have been applied early or incorrectly. So it could be next week, again, a week on Tuesday, I should say, uh, that we get cloud gaming for games that aren't in Game Pass, starting with the aforementioned GTA 5, Elden Ring, and Soul Hackers 2. Uh, this is obviously something they announced a long time ago that, that eventually it wouldn't just be Game Pass games you could cloud game, it would be your entire library. We obviously haven't mentioned anything in between since then, but it looks like we could be getting that announced very shortly. Does this do anything for anyone? I know cloud gaming is has impressed us quite a lot lately, especially me. I've been playing quite a lot of it. Um, and being able to have not just the Game Pass library, but my whole library, I think would be a, a pretty fucking sweet deal. What about you, Ian? I know you're a bit of a cloud gamer as well. Yeah, I, I love the fact that when you, when you just want to quickly play something, like you want to drop in a game to maybe do something, check it out. Yeah, it's those great. Achievos. Exactly. Yeah, those Chivos. You can just quickly drop in, play it, and if you do like, you want to take it about out about on the go, you can download it. But I find that these days, even with cloud gaming, it's so seamless. It's much better these days that it's no real lag, and you don't really worry too much. Yeah. I mean, do you do every now and again consider installing this? It's like I'm playing it now. I don't need to install it. <laughs> but yeah, I do like the fact. I would love to see a bit more games coming to cloud gaming, like say, Elder Wind came to Game Pass or even cloud game. That'd be fucking immense. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously something like Elden Ring at the moment. If it did come to cloud, you'd have to buy it still, but at least you'd have the option to stream it if you were away and you didn't want to take your console with you or you just fancied hopping on and, like I said, getting a quick achievement. But I'm sure Elden Ring wouldn't be best served by cloud yeah. gaming considering how tough it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's not maybe a game that I would really fancy myself any sort of input delay in that issue. That's what I was saying. Anything that's competitive like Call of Duty, FIFA, even sort of like Fortnite, those kind of ones, you kind of want that extra sort of, you don't want any kind of risk of lag. So those are the ones you could keep on there, but you could bin off all of the ones that are just sort of single player that have tons of space that you just don't need. I mean, you do need an excuse if you get killed. Oh, the lag got me. The lag. (laughs) That lag. Yeah. Although you mentioned Fortnite. I've played a bit of Fortnite on on the cloud when they added it to it. And... It was noticeable when you were trying to 
perhaps run around and and aim at uh, like you when you're doing the challenges there was one that there was like static targets and trying to just fine tune the aim to get like to a certain point it was like there was a very slight delay but in actual combat i never really noticed there was any sort of delay even obviously it was there was the same that could you die really quickly well no i actually killed quite a lot of people thank you very much but um yeah it worked quite well i was, I was quite impressed with how little i noticed in 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 action the the sort of lags and delays and stuff um but yeah no, for, for me like i said i'd like to see more of my library available via the cloud even if it's you know because i stay away from work if i've forgotten to install something i can just crack on and, and get playing it rather than waiting for the hotel wi-fi to take a thousand years to download the game um but speaking of cloud going back to a story from the week before again uh, xbox cloud gaming hourly usage increased by 1800 percent in the past year according to jez gordon at windows central uh so it just goes to show they've obviously got a whole article but going off the title alone um yeah the cloud gaming is bigger than ever especially on xbox uh, whether you stream it on your console or pc or tablet phone what have you um and yeah it can only go up from there especially if they add more and more games to the service that you already own that would be nice um do you do you reckon we're going to see some sort of other cloud like big get for gamescom obviously uh, the elden ring slash gta 5 additions might be it but do you reckon they'll chuck something else in game pass massive that we you can cloud game now as well perhaps an, an announcement for this year's call of duty perhaps Ooh, don't know. ahead ahead that, of the deal of activision going through that'd be awesome to have that big headline sort of cloud on it but like as Gray was saying i don't know if cods maybe the game would maybe the campaign but mm. i don't know like jumping in multiplayer i don't really know if cloud gaming would be unless you're all running fucking like one gigabyte internet that'd be about the only way i'd feel quite comfortable playing that oh the gears cloud gaming yes they are Ian, actually Although it, that is one that I did try and play, and I, that was too much. That was too laggy trying to play that. I tried to play a bit of Gears Five, just a campaign, and it you was, don't need it was to say much. it's laggy. It's just it's just too much that game. <laughs> you, <laughs> love it. We, <laughs> you love it. You still got to play all the others, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So maybe we'll get some other big announcement. Maybe like the free to play games, like Rocket League and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be good. That or the newly released Fall Guys or Rumbleverse or. Uh, yeah, some of the, some of the free to play yeah. ones, yeah, where you don't need you know, so you have to download to play them, but mm. maybe if you get those free to play libraries up, that might work. Yeah, yeah, chuck them in there like they did with Fortnite, and, and we might get some more uh, more action going on there. And we'll speak about one of them free to play games a little bit later on. I'm Ooh. quite enjoying it, quite enjoying it indeed. Are we going to uh, segue into that? No, 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 we'll get back to that. So, I guess the last main story, I guess, really is again going back to the week before because we missed it. Uh, PlayStation seems worried about Xbox owning Call of Duty and having a little panic. Uh, I'll give you a very quick rundown. Basically, the, the quote is that Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console and its network of loyal users is so entrenched that even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, it would not be able to rival it. Uh, their quote's quite long, so I'm not going to finish the rest of it. But what they're basically saying is Microsoft are going to buy Call of Duty. And part of their argument against the sale going through, as it were, is that no matter who you are, what budget you've got, what game IPs you've got, you can't match Call of Duty. Um, which I, don't, I understand on one hand, but I don't understand because they've already said they're going to keep it on PlayStation anyway. So, yeah. and they only just for now, and then they've only just recently now. again came out and said that it would be cost effective to stop PlayStation players playing Call of Duty. Yeah, what yeah. I could see. 
Well, obviously, if, what I could see them doing is obviously including it with Xbox and Game Pass, but then obviously full price for um, PlayStation users, so still best of both worlds, but... And added content like DLC. Yeah, there'll be, a, there'll be incentives to have it on the Xbox over the PlayStation, but not the not the incentive of, well, you can only play it on Xbox or PC. It's definitely so giving them food for thought, though, wouldn't it, if they're worried about losing a lot of the market to Xbox if they did cut off Call of Duty to PlayStation. Yeah, see that, next, that, see that next God of War game that you're producing? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> have a, give Phil a wee phone call about yeah, it, please. Let's have a little, a little swapsy swapsy. He's you know? excited to play Ragnarok, so, you know, yeah. just if you want to keep playing well, God. <laughs> speaking of God, God of War on Xbox, did you see the story about the, uh, the God the of War imitation game? Imitation one. <laughs> uh, what was this? Oh, it was horrendous. It's been taken I, I, down now. Yeah, it's already gone. But there's a, a program on Xbox where you can basically, like idea Xbox used to, uh, no, sorry, uh, was it the Xbox Live Indies yeah. uh, on 360? We can upload your own games. Um, someone literally got a model of Kratos, put him in a, uh, like a, uh, like a, what's the fucking Coliseum? And just yeah. has you fighting enemies, but it looks like the worst game that's ever been made. Yeah, it looks he, he worse than walk, like the, he slides along the ground. It looks like just... worse than the original Kratos, like PlayStation One, uh, the original God of War Kratos. Yeah, horrendous. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And they were selling it for three pound thirty nine. Uh, there's a trailer. There's, sorry, there's gameplay up on Eurogamer because they managed to play it before it got taken down. Um, but yeah, it was, cool. just, it was obviously someone trying to luck because apparently they've got several other games on the store which uh, rip off other things like Fall Guys, uh, Mario and Yoshi and stuff like that. So it's just some guy pushing his luck or some person actually <laughs> pushing their luck. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a little by the by. I thought it was funny. Um, it's gone now, so you can't play it. But, uh, but, 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 but so, yeah, so as you said, Ross, could be Game Pass is the ultimate way they should tackle this. They should say, you know, that we our users are going to have to pay. Their users are going to get it included in their subscription. But, I mean, that's the way the cookie crumbles, isn't it? I mean, when you factor in, like, how many people have got Xboxes that don't pay for Game Pass and then they find that they get Call of Duty included, so it's only going to see Game Pass subscriptions go through the roof as well. Yeah. yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Again, the the deal, according to another news article, which, I'm, again, I'm not going to get into right now, but they predict it could be finalised this year, so we've got, what, four, four or five months that they could... This year or this financial in. year? Well, the headline just says this year, and I don't really want to click on it, so... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Too far to go. So uh, Microsoft so, are worried about yeah. um, PlayStation bringing, um, taking control of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so according to Michael Pactor, that lovely man who tried to cancel all of video games, uh, he says, uh, ba, 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 yeah, fifteenth of January at latest. I think. Yeah. So, so by the end of this year, yeah, like you said, fifteenth of January. So, it could be soon. I mean. The sooner it gets done, the better, because, I mean, it's dragging out now, isn't it? But I suppose they got to go through all the regulatory bodies and grease a few palms, probably, and say the right words and cross their T's and dot their I's and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll see what happens. And then hopefully we get some Call of Duties and some old-school Activision Blizzard games in Game Pass that we can enjoy, uh, and you guys can finally get back on playing WoW, included included in your Game Pass Ultimate Family. Plan. And then we can get StarCraft and we can amend the original... Yeah, and then you'll win and the I can first get quiz, the yeah. points. Yeah. Then you won't see me again because I'll be on WoW all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on StarCraft all the time. <laughs> uh, all right, last last Ian, story. Come to the podcast. No, I'm waiting. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, we could do it from within WoW, you know, while we're playing. You know, and, um, 
last last main story, I guess. Has, has anybody else here played? Well, I should say anyone else. Has anybody here played multiverses yet? <laughs> no, good. Right. Well, I clicked, apparently I clicked the, most, the install button and then haven't looked at it since. It, apparently, it's the most popular free-to-play game right now, as of last week. Again, because this is a, a story from last week. Seems to be doing really well. Lots of players playing it. Very, it's beating games like Fortnite, Fall Guys, Rocket League, stuff like that. So it must be doing really well. I tried to play it. It said sign into your Warner Brothers account, and I was like, I can't remember my details, so I turned it off, and I haven't gone back to it. <laughs> Same thing. I had a fight with the account thing. Resigned, <laughs> reset get... the password, lost my shit, and just thought I'm playing something else. <laughs> oh, I got that far. I literally just thought it went. Nope, that's it. Done. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I got but... one as well because the other Warner Brothers game what is it uh, Gods Among Us. I think I tried to sort it out against but, that one. Yeah, I definitely have one. I just can't. I can't remember what it was, and I couldn't bother to look it up, so I just give up. I'll get back <sighs> to it at some point. Uh, but yeah, apparently it's doing really well. Obviously, the season one starts, I think, next week or the week after, something like that, uh, which will give you new characters and levels and stuff. And then aren't they cycling the characters out every week or every other week or something? So you get a certain amount of characters for free. And then obviously, if you pick the battle pass up or if you buy the characters, you get to keep hold of them. As I understand it, um, Daniel's the only one I think who's played it and he's not here. So, Daniel, let us know in the comments below or when you're back next week. That'd be lovely. He's still uh, recovering his, from his hangover. Next, yeah. you really think he's going to be here next week? We'll see, won't we? We'll see. We'll see. But yes, yeah, so that was sort of like a quick blast of news because we we had so much to get through for the last two weeks. Uh, just a couple of quick headlines I want to go through very quickly. But then we can talk about them if you want, or we can just skim over them. Uh, Scorn's runtime was revealed to be six to eight hours coming to Game Pass in October. Very excited about that one. Looks very good. Six to eight hours is just right. Uh, Activision Blizzard. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Activision. Blizzard's active player base falls below 100 million for the first time in two years. Three years. Oh no, I'm sure they'll survive. They've got a few quick kicking around. Uh, Logitech G is releasing a dedicated cloud gaming handheld later this year that will support Xbox Cloud Gaming. Uh, it looks pretty decent. Oh, Ross is representing. Uh, it looks kind of like the Razer Kishi, but slightly bulkier. Um, looks pretty interesting, but. If it's from the sort of the, the, like the G series that they work on, that'll be, that'll be a properly good bit of kit. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's been oh, the actual one, like oh, the actual handheld. Sorry, no, no, Karen. that's what it's here. It's here for discussion or not. It's up to you. So, no, it's an actual proper device and for cloud game or for old, like old it'll be a device, game. it'll be a device like um, the, the Kishi. So, you'll have like your, your side part, oh, you like, connect it, yeah, like the backbone sort of. and things like that. It'll be like that sort of device. Oh, so I thought you meant like a dedicated, like a Steam Deck, like a Steam Deck, game. yeah. Move on. Uh, I know. I thought. I thought it was just like a, an actual tablet that would have. Oh no, it does actually. Yeah, no, actually, no. Yeah, no. I think it is its own device. Oh, it, it's not. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay, not like something you put your phone in. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Xbox Cloud Gaming and Video GeForce Now games, so gamers can play AAAs with. Ah. Yeah. So it's, that should be interesting. There's no images or pictures or anything yet, but again, perhaps at Game Pass, uh, Gamescom, I should say, we might get an announcement or some more details. But keep an eye out for that because uh, yeah, something that could be, be interesting. That'll be a solid bit of kit. Their G, like their yeah. G series stuff's really good. Yeah, they need to bring out a new decent keyboard. My G five ten is amazing, and I haven't bought one up good since. I uh, see. I need more. Money. I need more buttons. I got ten kilos. <laughs> All no. of the buttons in. Leave oh, some extra someone buttons. Oh. Fucking hell. Jesus see, I need, I need Christ. Extra buttons. No. <laughs> more uh, buttons. Let's move on to the next one. Marvel's Midnight Sun has been delayed once again, possibly until 2023. Uh, they've almost nixed the Switch and old last-gen versions and current versions have just been delayed until a future yeah. date. This, this uh, is this is giving me scale-bound yeah. vibes. Yeah, I know Graham was looking forward to this one. It's, it's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Hogwarts so, as well. 
and Hogwarts, yeah. yep, officially delayed until February 2023. Um, I mean, oh, is, is it actually going to hit? I mean, how many games are coming out in February and January now? Fucking oh, loads. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with me. Uh, and then the last one was Bethesda's Roundhouse Studios is working on an unannounced title at Xbox. So currently, just very quickly there, helping helping out with Starfall, fucking hell, Starfield and Redfall. Um, but this, I don't think they've actually made a game of their own yet. So it looks like they're working on something as well to do for themselves. Uh, so yeah, so we'll go from there. And actually, uh, one other one which I noticed has been removed, but I just want to mention it. Did anybody watch the trailer for Alone in the Dark remake? No. No. It looks fucking awesome. Awesome. Um, it's it, they're Apparently they're remaking Alone in the Dark 1, 2, 3, but putting it into one game. There was three. Uh, there was two and three. Yeah, it was because I remember yeah, yeah. clear because <laughs> but three hours of the first one I went nope. Yeah, so they're remaking it. It looks like almost a, it take a heavy, heavy inspiration from Resident Evil two and three. Yeah, I was over the shoulder, was, yeah. very realistic graphics, very detailed and horrible visuals and stuff. Um, but they're yeah, like I said, they're putting the three games into one. Looks interesting. No date or yet or anything, but looks very good. Um, the only one I really played was the one on the three sixty where they had very good fire tech where you could burn everything down. A lot of fun playing with that one, burning the fucking no surprise. Uh, uh, Central Park, yeah. Central Park game, freaking pyromania. Central uh, Park, yes. sorry, friends. Oh, no, no, I was going <laughs> to just say it, and I was like, no, I don't want to say it, and I, I was too late by that point. Uh, yeah, uh, that was that was a good game, but yeah, this it, this tra- if you get a chance, look at the trailer. It looks fucking awesome. Anyway, that's the news. We're fucking rapid fire news. We got a lot of news in there. Oh, I've, I'm all newsed out, Ross. So please, can I have a rest from news while you plug me, please? It'd be oh, good if you actually unmute your mic as well. Sorry, I was muting it for the thunderstorm that we've got to say. I don't want the mic picking up. Where's well, my okay. fucking thunderstorm? Yeah, we've. Okay. Just, I've just literally heard it just now. It's like, fucking hell. Um, That's Scotland for you, in the Highlands. It's not the Highlands. It's, <laughs> it's the Mediumlands. 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 Midlands. Plugs, that's what I'm doing. Um, social media. Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, at Xbox Tavern. Uh, you'll find all our reviews at xboxtavern.com as well as some video reviews and, as G was saying earlier, your Microsoft sort of insider tips from Dan that he loves at youtube.com forward slash Xbox Tavern official where you'll find us recording this podcast every Sunday at around 8pm. Yes! Um, Apple and yes. Spotify podcasts, if uh, you could... <laughs> Rate and reviews for five stars. That'd be fantastic. Leave me a comment about the show as well. That'd be great. Um, Spreadshirt, having a few little discussions with Spreadshirt about some Eating designs. Yes, yeah, um, so I to check in with you on that one. But, but there is we'll there is a that. couple of designs up there just now, um, and hopefully we'll be adding more um, in the future. And last but not least, if you want to help support us with your hard-earned money, patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. Shout out to Beth, our superstar supporter, for that. Thanks, Beth. Thank you, Beth. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Nice. Is that it? Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, that's the end of the plug. Thank you very much. See, we're we're all about the rapid plug in today. Mini plug. Rapid news, rapid plug. Now let's. uh, no, talk about games. Not, yeah, let's talk about games. And specifically, old games. We're now on to our favourite subject of the week, Xbox Game of the Year throughout the years, and we're now on to 2013. Uh, if, you're, if this is your first time listening, I'm so sorry. 
But we talk about our game of the years throughout the year on Xbox from 2002 up until the current day. And we're currently on 2013. Um, and we've got plenty of answers from the community, which is nice. Thank you very much. Uh, but I'm going to go to Ian first. Tell me about your favourite game on Xbox for the year of 2013. Well, technically, 2013 was the year where Xbox One graced our presence. And I was lucky to get one day one. So my Xbox One game of the year, controversially, is Call of Duty Ghosts. Ah, uh, shit, mate. I know, it's probably one of the worst Call of Duties for single player-wise. But I had the most fun ever with the extinction mode. I thought the extinction mode was the best game mode I've ever brought out, including actually the zombies and all the, the kind of waves of enemies coming out. I thought they'd just done something perfect with kind of the alien vibe of them attacking you. So what was the extinction mode? Was that like zombies, but of aliens or was it? Much, more it's, it's more to it. So also there was like, you had to go through different sections. You had to put down a drill and then when you, you're drilling down to kind of destroy the aliens and then they also because they're attacking their base they kind of start swarming you and you have you have different classes which can help out and you can do different loadouts so you can put down like a turret which will help you out or you can put like gas grenades which will kind of like blow them up or you've got those ones we can put those proximity mines down and obviously if they come near they blow up i just thought it was perfectly the game mode what they had and i haven't bought anything out since like that but for me i just thought it was perfect i made quite a good few friends there from playing online played online a lot with that kind of mode especially because it was the kind of the first kind of main online game you could play for the xbox one yeah. but yeah i played it non-stop it gives much. me quite a like just for your description and watching the drill it gives me quite a lot of um rainbow six extraction yeah it does have vibes. that kind of extraction vibes yeah it does, it's very similar to that you can see that kind of vibes there with it um but also a bit more fast paced where as ex- extinction mode you obviously if you seem to get shot you're pretty much dead Whereas this one, you can take quite a few bullets and quite a few hits before you go down. And again, you can when you go down, you can get revived and stuff. Or you can have those like kind of self revives as well um, if you're on solo mode. But yeah, they did that, and obviously they brought out um, I think it was four other maps through DLC wise. I was saying you had to pay for it, but again, all those four maps they did for the DLC were absolutely perfect. I loved it as well. Um, they just had such a good job of it. I felt that. Um, I couldn't fault it. So for me, going look back the years, it's like, yeah, there has to be that. Because even though, you know, the Call of Duty, the Ghost, the single player was one of the weaker ones. I still really enjoyed the single player for it. I know people kind of hated on it quite a lot because they were trying a few things differently. But reality is, it was one of the better ones. I think all the old, like, old World War ones are pretty shit. And this Vanguard and the latest one is terrible as well. So for me, it's one of, it was probably one of the more stronger storylines they've had. Where you look back on art, what games storylines are brought afterwards, and like, Ghost isn't that bad if you think about it. Yeah, the multiplayer was one of the weaker ones, but yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I suppose it had a bit of a, a hill to climb with the, the couple that come before it, but yeah, uh, maybe that's why it was so poorly received. But yeah, no good. So basically, extinction mode for Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, any honourable mentions you'd like to shout? Honourable mentions will have to be, again, another controversial one. But I didn't mind Devil May Cry remake they did. They kind of rebooted it all with a new kind of new Dante. But he had um, brown he had brown hair, Ian. How dare you? Yeah, no, it wasn't all the gold, the silver hair, white hair, sorry, white hair, man. <laughs> but yeah, I actually really liked that, uh, surprisingly. And you can't ever knock Mr. Sam Fisher in Splinter Cell Blacklist. Damn right. Damn right. Yeah. Definitely, as we've just spoke before, I think one of the weaker ones, but still a decent game. 
Yeah. I mean, there's the, obviously there's the obvious answer. Um, but we'll, we'll get to I let we? I let someone else say the obvious answer for the year because that is clearly the obvious answer. Yeah. Um, nice. for what should be game year. But for me, I have to still go when I go to what I played a lot that year, even though this one, the one that you're going to put one thing you'll say, mm. um, is the obvious game of the year. Um, I still think Call of Duty Ghost is far superior. So nice. I'll let you go next, technically. It would make more fair to make sense. Cause... Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that sort of segues into me. Thank you very much. So I'm going to give you the right answer this week, which is uh, GTA V. Come out in September. I took a week off to play it. My wife was gracious enough to take the kids away to see her parents for a couple of days. I got, <laughs> I, I got on BBC News for this game as well. <laughs> I put a tweet out about it, and the BBC News men, men yeah, called see? me up. Famous, famous, uh, famous game. Yeah, fucking brilliant. What, what more can you say about GTA Five? Obviously, the remaster come out earlier this year, which is just as good as it ever has been, and they look slightly better now. Um, and yeah, the the three character dynamic was awesome. The map was awesome. The the ten ton of secrets and hidden things were awesome. The missions were great. I, I love doing the heist, like getting everything together, and then working, as, you know, switching between the three characters, doing the different parts, flying the choppers and breaking open the vaults and driving the, the trucks and stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I absolutely adored it. I played it solidly for about three days, finished it in, in that time. Uh, and I just had a, a fucking brilliant time with it. Uh, and the multiplayer I didn't really get into as much. I've, obviously me and Ian played quite a bit in recent years with some friends because we just did like custom races, but I never really got into the <clears throat> live as a, a GTA online character and do all these missions and build your yeah. your rank up and that, that never really sold me. But the actual single player was fucking tremendous. Um, I love just even just exploring the city. Even after I'd beaten it, I went. I'd just drive around and just see what I could find and get into a bit of mischief and steal some cars and blow some shit up. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Mount Chiliad mystery. I oh was, yes, I was obsessed with that for a good year or or a year and a half where. I never really got into like the hunting, as it were. But if you're not familiar, it's at the top of Mount Chiliad where the cable car is. There's a, a mural and it shows like a picture of, of what people assume to be Mount Chiliad with different symbols and stuff. And on the mountain, there's a symbol and then other symbols allude to other bits in the, in the rest of the map and characters and items and stuff. And no one's ever actually properly solved it. And it looks like no one ever will because it seems like it was something Rockstar were planning to add later on in DLC or something. I never did. Uh, but the insane theories and thoughts and processes and stuff that people were doing to try and solve this fucking mystery. It's just like, it was, it's like, certain, like, if you go here at a certain time of the day and then go here at this time of the day and then here, I remember read about like, why? Yeah. There, How are you there, learning this? There, like... was, there was one specific one. I remember at the bottom of Mount Chile, there's a chicken uh, restaurant. I can't remember the name of chicken restaurant, but it said, if you stay here at three, like 3am 3 on a Tuesday, with Michael in a certain costume, if it's raining, you'll hear a noise. What does this noise mean? How did you find that? Why would you think it does anything to do with it? And it and but it's just spawned a thread of. Like but yeah, people kept people doing it. I remember, like, yeah. oh yeah, I did the same thing happened to me. Like, yeah. What? How? Like, just why? And it was so fascinating to follow this this journey. Um, and that yeah, that that had me coming back. And I, I did a little bit of looking around, but I never really got into properly hunting because people were like glitching the game to take the oceans out so they could explore under the water properly and and fucking like digging it, like glitching into the, the game, and they? they found an extra box and like, what's this box mean? Ah, and and again, no one ever actually solved it because I don't think you they're could like, solve it. But they're like paying people to like kind of hack the game was on a piece of it. So if you move yeah. this, this, and this, 
and then put this in, nothing happens. Like, no, because you're just changing the game now. Because yeah, there's a lift at the top of the mountain, and if you manage to get through the door, even though you're not supposed to be able to, there's a box underneath, and they're like, oh, if you get into this and it opens the lift and there's something in there, that would be a jetpack or something. And, and yeah, that was fascinating, which only exacerbated how great the game was because it got people talking for so long about the shit that Rockstar hid in it. And they they did find lots of genuine mysteries, like items and weapons and, and Easter eggs and stuff that you wouldn't have found if you weren't following this mystery. And it was just brilliant. So the amount of detail and, and craziness that they packed into that game is insane. Uh, and I love it. I think it's one of the best games of all time. It was, I think, I say, it was definitely, I say, single player wise yeah absolutely perfect for a year and even like I say when like me and you uh, we played with my friends over covid that kind of helped covid like every thursday without re- religiously on a thursday night we'll all get on have a few beers and just do races or stupid like team-based beat-em-ups and some of that where it's like, mad things it, it, yeah exactly brilliant so yeah definitely a lot of good fun for that kind of definitely for single players single player when it came out and then it kind of helped COVID become a bit more sane when you had a routine like every Thursday you always get on and play now we've, we've only got about 15 more years until we've got to wait for the next one uh, um, your, nick, your nickname's Sven Sven yep 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 um, I'll let everybody figure that out uh, so my honourable mentions are Tomb Raider the reboot fucking brilliant love that game a bit violent a bit creepy when Laura Laura oh, if I fucking turn American now Laura, Laura. Your missus. <laughs> um, yeah, just falls into a river and gets impaled through the neck and spikes and stuff. But, uh, oh, fucking tremendous game. Absolutely brilliant game. I love that remake. And then, obviously, the Telltale Walking, Wolf Among Us and Walking Dead Season 2 was tremendous as well. That was good. A couple of, couple of awesome interactive uh, choose-your-own-adventures. Uh, and one more, which I won't talk about, but I'll just say, mention Bioshock Infinite. I don't really need to say much more about that. Fucking tremendous game. Yeah. Simple as that. I was reading a, a retrospective on it yesterday. <laughs> it's just like, man, what a game. I want to play it again. But I don't have time, so I won't. So, Graham, why don't you tell me about games you liked in 2013, please? Yeah, my match the same as yourself. Uh, GTA 5 was clearly going to be the one that dominated that year. Yeah. And as you said, single player was amazing. Uh, GTA always have a knack for making sort of superior sort of single player games. And the mix between the three was always good. The memorable Trevor will live long for a lot of people, <laughs> as you see him in other programs and such. I was going to say Trevor. he was he, he was in uh, my missus watching Walking Dead. Uh, well, Walking Dead, but Snowpiercer, and yeah. in that he had uh, like a big beard. And in, in GTA Five, I gave Trevor the big beard, and I was like, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> Spotting Trevor everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, couldn't be it. Uh, as of you, couldn't get into the online bit too much, but. Yeah, the next GTA has got to go a long way to sort of top the single player on this one, but I'm sure they'll definitely give me a, a good go. Um, my only other honourable mentions were just sequels to series I really loved, and uh, Dead Rising 3, obviously not the best one in the Dead Rising series, but it was still worth a play, and I enjoyed that one still. It's, it had well, to about to say Dead Space 3, though, I'll kill you. No, nah, Dead Rising I was going to climb through this camera and go, what are you doing Dead Space 3 for? <laughs> I didn't even play three or two, and they got part way through the first one. But um, I did yeah, quite enjoy because we did a bit of co-op in Dead, uh, Dead Rising Three, didn't we? Mm, I think so. That was, that's all I played of it, and it was it was all right. But yeah, definitely not the best Dead Rising. Definitely not the best one, but it kept the same kind of the, the good things good. What it liked to do of combining things and the whole survival mechanism, just a shed load of zombies at once to try and tackle. Yeah. So it did the good things good there. Um, the Saints Row Four one that took a proper twist 
off the series on that one because it went into the virtual world and mm. kind of went a bit. Um, I can't remember the name of the, the Microsoft one where you're the policeman that jumped. Really uh, crackdown. Yeah, it got very crackdown like. And Tron, it was just crazy. It wasn't, as you say, it wasn't the best one in the series, but it was just a different take on it. And as it's the same, if you like the kind of Sync Through series, that definitely still kept kept you interested and was decent. It wasn't terrible like some of the other ones are. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Nice, nice. So, yeah, so DGA 5, obviously, great choice. Good yeah, work, so it wasn't really many to beat that one, is there? Yeah. It was, there was a lot of good games this year, but yeah, as we said, I know going through been... 2018 list, like there's so many other mentions I could say, but like all everyone, if I get mention all the other games, but yeah, 13 was a very strong year. Yeah. Well, well, Ross, why don't you round us out? Tell us about your favorite games of uh GTA. Oh, fucking hell, GTA's on my mind <laughs> for 2013. <laughs> I went a wee bit different. Half the course for GTA was a bit too obvious an answer, so Peggy I went for 18. one of my favourite games in the series, and I went for Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which I'm sure you and Ian will mm. absolutely love. Oh yeah, tremendous! I, you know what? I love a bit of water, and he loves a bit of boats. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh fucking hell! On a bit of pirate, yeah. Uh, in fairness, it, it was fucking fantastic. So both of you are missing out not playing it. <laughs> I did play it, not very much of it. I did play it, and I didn't like it. So carry on. Um, just obviously being an Assassin's Creed game, fantastic at that. But the whole premise of actually sort of being a pirate takes a bit of a different sort of ideas to where the assassins had been before, where it was fairly bog sort of standard. You were in a certain area, um, and that was it. Whether it be like in Italy or in Altair in the Middle East, and then obviously a corner storyline and sort of the mayor because. But this there where you could travel to all the different islands, you had your different sort of um, naval warfare, um, upgrading your ship to take on like legendary ships and things like that. It was just a bit different in the sort of early stages of the Assassin's Creed series. They've obviously built on it from this and added any of the, the more recent games. But characters, Edward Conway, brilliant character. Um, probably top three assassins for me in the series. Um, just with his sort of banter, being the pirate, being like not a traditional assassin in the sort of way you would expect. Um, just loved the game, beautiful looking. Um, got to obviously go around the Caribbean and th- stuff like that. Um, but aye, one of one of the better Assassin's Creed games. Nice, nice. Did you um? Did you have any honourable mentions? Uh, no, apart from like the main ones, as we said, obviously GTA was the big one, and then couple that are not this sort of console um there was quite a few other big games which I'm just, I yes think. there were let me tell you all about pikmin 3 <laughs> what a fucking game um <laughs> but no the main ones assassin's creed gta um i'd, I'd agree with uh, what dan had said for his as well he said rise son of rome which yes. for how old that game is still looks unbelievable yeah, well, yeah. stunning Absolute it was a great looking game, game. Oh, i don't think i ever finished it but I definitely played a good chunk of it. You should finish it. It's quite good. Yeah, yeah. great looking game. Um, obviously, the real answer is The Last of Us Part 1. But we can uh, we can talk about that in a few weeks when the when it comes out as a remake. Very exciting. Anyway, um, we've got some uh, community comments, like I said. Uh, uh, our man Ken Doyle on YouTube commented, XCOM Enemy Within for 360 uh, and Black Flag for th- Xbox One. 
So as Ian said, that was like the crossover year between them. So we had a, a couple of last gen, we had a couple of new gens. Uh, yeah, a couple of good games. I think that enemy, uh, XCOM enemy, enemy within was quite highly regarded, right? Yeah, it was quite yeah, quite strong. People seem to love it. Yeah. I can never, I can never get on with the concept, but people seem to really like it. Yeah. And one person who did really enjoy it was special guest Pete, who tells us that F1 2013 was the winner for him. Uh, they're classic cars for the first time, and career mode was decent. Uh, and his shout-outs go to Walking Dead Season 2, The Wolf Among Us, and naturally GTA 5, which was also the pick of Neil T. Uh, I can't read that. It's too small. At something on Twitter. Um, he says the game has almost become a cliche at this point due to it being re-released every time a new console comes out, but I have to give it to GTA 5. So, yeah. So, I mean, there was always going to be the obvious answer, but much like last week with Dishonored, it was one week I just couldn't pass over. No way. It was, it was too big. Um, and speaking of last week, I just want to give one very quick shout out. If you haven't played Spec Up the Line, go go check that out. What a fucking tremendous war shooter that's far more than it appears. Uh, and if I'd remembered that that come out in 2012, I would definitely would have mentioned that last week. But I forgot. However, don't forget about it. It's a great game. Uh, and it's normally only a couple of quid in the store as well. So you can go check that out. Right. Thank you very much. If you want to answer next week's question, which will obviously be 2014, hit us up at Xbox Haven on Twitter. Uh, we, we normally put up the question uh, during the week and then we read them out, like I said, on the podcast next week. Uh, get your answers in there or just tweet at us or send us a, a DM or, or get on the Discord that Ross mentioned earlier on. Uh, or indeed in the comments down below, as the YouTubers say. There's only one obvious answer. So. Uh, well, there is a pretty obvious one that sticks out to me, but I'll have to have a look for the list yet. However, let's fast forward to, to the modern day and about games we're playing right now. Should we talk about Project Game Pass, gentlemen? Let's do it. We should. Cool. So if you're not familiar, if you again, the first time listening, I'm terribly sorry. Please stick with us. Project Game Pass is where every month we pick a game from Game Pass. We all play it. We discuss it. We chat about it each week. And at the end of the month, in theory, we give it a rating. We give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, and then we go on to the next game. Uh, last month's was full guys, so you can go check out our thoughts on the site there. This month we've picked Escape Academy, which is a first-person puzzle escape room type game, which you can play in single player or, or co-op. Uh, myself and Graham have playing, been playing a lot. In fact, we finished it, but I want to hear from Ian and Ross to see if they've played any yet before we get into it. <laughs> wow. cool. So Graham, so how time. did you enjoy Escape Academy? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely quiet over there. Um don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Well, we just segue this into your games played this week. Well, yeah, that's basically, yeah, because that's, yeah. that's pretty much most of the stuff we've playing. So, Graham, we finished it. Congratulations! Uh, years ago. And tell me your thoughts. Yeah, it was good. Um, it kind of really sort of builds you up nicely into it. It starts you off relatively kind of simple. and makes you sort of work quickly, looking around at everything in the room, just clicking on everything that you can click on seeing what bits of information, some things are red herring, some things aren't. Sometimes you pick things up and then you just react with other kind of things in the room. Similar to like the kind of escape room puzzles you used to get on like your smartphones, where you're just touching certain things to unlock certain things to find other things. It's just, they kind of fall in line one after the other. And so you get given a time limit of a certain room to sort of get it done by. And um, as you sort of plow your way through, um, and it, once you complete the level, like even like the tutorial one, it tells you how quickly you completed some of the puzzles or that you found some of the things that you needed to find. And yeah, it gives you kind of a grading on how you did. And for the most part, the, the puzzles 
weren't sort of super tricky. I think we had about maybe two or three of them that kind of really sort of stumped us out of the whole game. But the rest of them weren't challenging in the fact that it was that really, really like tough. It was more the fact that it's just doing it quickly enough to sort of beat the time frame that you needed to do it in. I think most of the time we were kind of comfortable. But yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, because as you said, the time limits and goes from 15 minutes to 45, I think was the last level. Yeah. Uh, and other than the two that we the, we really got stuck on, I think we had five, six, seven minutes left on each level easily by the time we finished each one. Um, so yes, yeah, so they're not, as you said, they're not hard, but they're just more a leap of logic at points, aren't they? So sometimes it would just be finding a number combination, but in order to find it, it'll give you like a riddle and the riddle might not make much sense, I guess, as riddles do, but it's like, well, what the fuck does that mean? So you come, you go off and do something else and you come back to it and you sort of, you might have found another clue somewhere else that will lead you to the answer of the riddle. And so, oh, oh yeah, that's that. Let's let's carry on with that. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, it was a great sort of co-op thing. I'm not sure, well, I probably would have enjoyed it solo, but I don't think, I would have enjoyed it as much. No, I know it was much more fun playing it as a two. It helps as well because like one person can be looking at a certain bit while the other person uses it as a reference yeah. to sort of help them out for certain things, yeah. or the right combination to press or the translation of certain words. And yeah, it's definitely much more fun with two. And I think and- our downside was that we were playing that we were here first because that was hyper cryptic and sort of really sort of and made us overthink where this game doesn't need you to overthink. It's like every every answer is kind of staring you in the face, and you can really suffer from overthinking some of the puzzles. Yeah, as as we said, the the couple we got stuck on were basically because we were there was a very obvious solution which we just completely bypassed and went way more complicated than we needed to. What level Um, was that? I'm not going to spoil anything for you two because you students still need to play it. But um, yeah, I think there was a couple of times where because we were playing in co-op. You went one way, I went the other. We were both solving separate puzzles at the same time, which then obviously let us go <clears throat> go that bit faster because we didn't have to do that and then come over and do that and then do that. We could work independently until we need to come together. Whereas in we were here, it's always like, I have to yeah. do this so you can do this so I can do this, uh, which I quite enjoyed about that. Uh, I would have liked to have there been maybe, I don't know, a couple more rooms to, to solve because we got through it pretty quickly. It's not a long game, is it, at all, well, I heard. Could you see them adding to it, like DLCs and things like that? It, it hints at it. It hints that it's a, well, that's the first season or something. So it does hint yeah. that there's going to be kind of other seasons. But, yeah, um, yeah. Slight spoiler, yeah, at the end it says, you completed year one or whatever, didn't it? And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing in-game to say, you know, look look forward to year two or... or yeah, downloadable content down or, or yeah. Next, next game coming in a few years or whatever. Yeah, uh, And the other thing is, once you beat it, like we've we finished them all now, if we were to go back and play them again, nothing is going to be different. So if you've got to find a, a combination for a lot, for example, there's no way of it being randomised so that... Oh, the number so it's never we add, random. Yeah, so the number we add is going to be different to the number you'll have or you know, if we play it a couple of times, it won't be different each time. So the only... Uh, sort of incentive to go and replay it is to yeah, try and get, get a better grade at the end of the, something. Yeah. Yeah, achievements, achievements and a better grade at the end of it. Better times and it says to solve certain puzzles so many turns to get certain achievements. So yeah, um, that, I suppose it's the only way of trying to get some sort of replayability out of it, doing it in a quicker time. But 
it's not really fair doing it in a quicker time when you already know the answer to the puzzle. Exactly. That's just that's just a case of speed running, isn't it? Rather than yeah, how do we solve this? Like, well, let's just solve it as quick as we possibly can because we know the answers. Um, but yeah, I, again, I still really enjoy it. I did write a review for it earlier on, which will be out, I think, probably tomorrow when I've, I've just had a quick reread of it. Uh, but yeah, overall, pretty high on it. Pretty, enjoy, pretty much enjoyed it start to finish. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so I'm looking and forward to it. And it would just be awesome to be a fly on the wall for someone else to play. <clears throat> yes, like I said, I definitely want to see some sort of stream action stream, going on. Yeah, I was going to say, some sort of stream would be a, an ideal situation. Is that you would be nice. You're sitting in chat, pissing yourself off. Yeah, I definitely want to see, because, again, as, as as we said a couple of times already, there was a couple we got stuck on, which I explained to my wife, like, late after the fact. I said, oh, we were stuck on this puzzle, and I, I ran her through it. And instantly, she, was, she gave me the answer, I was like, how did you do that? We were stuck for like 15 minutes trying to figure that fucker out. And she just like instantly got it. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if you manage to get past that or get stuck on other ones that we got stuck, uh, we didn't get stuck yeah, on. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the inevitability. There'll be some that we'll fly past and you'll go, fuck, we spent ages trying to work out. And there'll be some that we sit there going, duh. And you're like, it's right <laughs> fucking in front of yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely want to see you guys play it. So let us know when you're going to play it and stream it and we'll uh, we'll hop in the chat and have a, have a look around look along and and uh put some emotes and words of encouragement in the chat uh i've you on our twitch channel which would be nice yeah nice. and there's no Best. shame that it offers you hints but there's no shame for it i think there was two level or three levels that we might have had to use a hint on yeah but they're, they're pretty basic hints and it's not like this is the answer it's like you might find the answer here oh okay let's go and have a look over there then. um but yeah we had to use a couple but for the most part i think we got through it pretty well Nice. Sweet. Well, I look forward to you guys playing it. Graham, what else have you been playing this week since we've segued into what we are playing this week? I have been playing on this game called Aniquilation, which is my review game. And I would call it a bullet hell, but it's just more kind of an everything hell. It's not just bullets <laughs> coming at you. It's all kinds of different shit flying at you. And they, they've done it. They've made a weird, weird take on it. You're on like a like a shrunken planet, so you're you're moving around in like a sphere or like a ball. So you're constantly flying. You can go all the way around the world or this planet. So they're only kind of small. It only take you like ten seconds to go from one end to the other and just like looping around. And um, basically, it gives you weird things. You have to blow up the the buildings on the planets because um, there's, there's like you're in the future and it's a special metal. X or alloy X is a certain material that you're trying to harvest and basically someone's trying to attack you and that's what you have to do if you're shit you have to do certain things like blow up the buildings that are on the planet to sort of basically take them out is what the objective is yeah. but yeah. sometimes you can't just shoot the, sh the, the buildings you have to knock the ships into it which means you have to steer your ship or face the direction because it's like a dual stick shooter. As you're aiming with the right stick, you have to use your melee button, which is the bumper button, to knock the ships into the buildings to knock down their shields. And then you can shoot the thing. So it gets a bit trickier that way. Okay. And then there's even weirder ones where you have to steer a ball into a certain pit to lower the shields. And you'd think just walk, like driving your ship into the ball would nudge it forward. Yeah. It'd be too simple. It just kind of side nudges it it doesn't sort of the physics moving that ball is a pain in the ass to try and do and yeah it's really really hard and yeah it's a combination of just constant crap coming at you firing at you ships trying to just kamikaze into you 
So you're constantly having to either have the shield up to sort of try and preserve some of your health, otherwise you just get rinsed in an instant, yeah. using the melee button to knock enemies away, and then firing your gun by just moving the thumbstick. But you can't shoot whilst you've got your shield up, so you have to literally use the melee to bump the enemies away. You used to take your shield off, fire at them to shoot all the enemies, and then put your shield back on, and it's a combination of just fiddling with the buttons to try and sort of knock enemy ships away. Yeah. And yeah, some of those levels, they give you a time limit on some of the levels to do certain things. And it's some of the earlier levels are really, really brutal. And yeah, it's, it, I don't know where the, the fun bit comes from. I know you get joy out of the bullet hell kind of scenario, but this I do. This is a different kind of hell. <laughs> Not necessarily a bullet hell, just constant shielding and whacking things away. It's just, yeah. I, I assume someone would get enjoy, but it's a bit masochistic in that way. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have, to have a go because I, I, you had me at bullet hell. I, I, I don't need to listen to anybody else. Get me in, but uh, yeah, not yeah, that a, trailer a direct bullet hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, try it. It's not a direct bullet hell. And the other thing I've been playing, I haven't quite finished it yet, is the As Dusk Falls to sort of yeah. trial out that kind of game. And yeah, it's kind of interesting to sort of play it through. I'm surprised. I know you loved it to bits. Oh, yes. so many quick time events. I definitely thought you wouldn't have liked quick time events. I like quick time events. I'm just not very good at them. <laughs> you definitely have to be on your guard. I got caught out by one or two just by not paying attention. Um, ah. but um, yeah, the story in like it's it's decent. Like the, this, I mean, we've talked about it before. The different choices you make really have an impact. Like with like The Walking Dead, they have a a mildish kind of impact on the story. This one has massive impacts on the story. With, who goes where and who stays alive and all kinds of different things so this one's kind of really interesting i'm not sure how keen i am on the the, the graphical movement of it like a, it's like a semi stop motion yeah it's like a motion comic of, yeah I'm, I'm not, that bugs me every now and then the way it's done that seems to be have been a lot of people's um like bugbear i i've really enjoyed it i've i love as I said before, like the Dead Space motion comic they brought out when they first released that game, and mm-hmm. ever since then I've I've really enjoyed that style of art, and I thought it was, I thought it was fucking brilliant. But carry on, sorry. The art style is good. I think it's just the transitioning that really bugs the show. <laughs> it really just every now and then just annoys me how just like the weird <laughs> stop <laughs> stop motion of it. Just yeah, but yeah, it definitely no. it definitely didn't sit well in the trailer. I don't think, but when I played it, I I, I thought it was fucking. Brilliant. I thought it was really effective. Yeah. So it's kind of like an, an advanced telltale game where this kind of story plays out and it's quite clever. So yeah, yeah. digging yeah, that we, one. We were talking about uh, some of what you done the other night and I was also talking to special guest Pete and what you said, what I said, what he said, uh, fucking completely different. And you're only, you know, what, halfway, yeah. two thirds away through. So I'll be interested to see where yours ends, where's his ends. <clears throat> and we were talking about perhaps doing some sort of spoiler cast in the next week or so, just getting together and having a chat and then maybe rack it up on YouTube or something. But we'll uh, we'll have a, a chat with the other lads about that as well. But yeah, so enjoying it so far. Yeah, yeah, it's good, good. Good, good. Nice. Anything else then? Uh, no, I'll leave it there. I, I won't bore you with the other bits of the plan. <laughs> well, I've got a feeling Ross is going to do the same. So I'm going to jump in very quickly and then he can, he can go for it. Um, Obviously, Escape Academy, we talked about. I've been playing a little bit more Plague Tale Innocence, uh, trying to get that finished before the new one comes out in uh, October, I think. Uh, 
I'm quite enjoying it so far. I'm sort of getting into it, but I do find that the stealth is not as freeform as I'd like. I think I mentioned before, it's very much set piece stealth. Like there's an enemy there and there's only one way to get past them. You can't, <clears throat> you can't sort of improvise and come up with your own solution. You basically got to, oh, I'm supposed to throw this thing to distract them that way so I can go this way. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I, I think I'm pretty much at the end. I've just got a few more chapters to do. Uh, I'm enjoying it. But the main one I've been playing this week, really, other than Escape Academy, is Rumbleverse. Gentlemen, has anyone else checked out Rumbleverse? <laughs> yeah, with you yesterday. I've heard... Well, yeah, we didn't have a good chance here. Yeah. I've heard big things about it. I've seen quite a lot of stuff about it. Like, um, it's almost like Smash type idea from what I've seen. It is, to boil it down, it is Fortnite, but wrestling. Right, and okay. it's a, a battle royale, uh, and instead of shooting guns and stuff like that, it's just wrestling moves. So punches, kicks, suplexes, choke slams, spears, uh, fucking uh, Eddie Honda, 100, pan, 100 hand slaps and stuff like that. And I'm, I, was, when I, I was excited to play it when I first saw it earlier this year. Yeah. And when I first played it, I had maybe one or two games. And I, oh, this is not very good. This is not quite what I hoped it would be. But the more I played it, the more I understood how it worked. And I'm really enjoying it now. I've, I keep jumping into it every chance I get. It's it's like Fortnite, like I said. So Battle Royale, jump into an arena, the circle shrinks, everybody gets pushed together. I think it's 40 players, though. It's not like a big, big map. Um, and there's chests dotted around. You break them open. And you get things that increase either your strength, your speed, or your uh, health. And you can you can upgrade any of them in any order, but you can only upgrade all of them. I think it's something like ten times. So you can upgrade your health four times, your stamina four times, then your uh, whatever I just said, the strength twice, and that's it. That's all you get. Or you can do entirely strength or entirely stamina stuff like that. Uh, and you could also pick up books which have rest of the moves in them. And you can have two equipped at a time. So that if you boy pick just up... got Cesaro swinged clean off the map. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So if you <laughs> if you pick up if you pick up that move, for example, the, the swing, you assign it to the right bumper or the left bumper, and then you press it and it uses your stamina to attack. Uh, and if you hit them, then it will perform the move. Some, if you miss, then you'll be stunned for a second. Uh, uh, but like for example, what you just saw there, I, I didn't actually watch it, but I assume you can do a move. And if you jump off of a building, for example, you'll it have even more impact when you hit the ground. So I did one the other day where it was um, almost like a, a pile driver type move. But because I was on top of a water tower, I jumped off and I, I missed the water tower and just careened to the ground. And the like the like what's the right word? Like this, you know, in Dragon Ball when they're flying and they got like the aura around them. Yeah, yeah. And like that, but it got like bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I hit the ground, and instead of doing about 200 damage, it's about 650 damage. <laughs> just absolutely smashed them. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a case of melee combat, doing rest of moves. Obviously, there's rare, epic, legendary uh, moves and stuff like that. Uh, and and chicken to eat to heal. So you get steel chairs and baseball bats and and stuff like that. And yeah, it's I'm really enjoying it. It's not the best battle royale. I don't think it's going to like replace Fortnite or Rocket League or. Uh, um, all guys like that, but as an alternative, I, I think it's fucking brilliant. I'm having a great time playing it. The customization is not there yet because it, the season doesn't start till the 18th, I think. Um, but when it does come out, I imagine there'll be a lot more skins and stuff to, to customize your character. And hopefully, they'll get some actual real world, either WWE or AEW or Ring of Honor, or whatever, 
like crossovers because that would be awesome to see um there's one move I, I forget what they call it but it's basically a stone cold stunner and it fucking launches them when you <laughs> when you do it it gives it the little kick and you like jump and fly forward and you hit them and they go fucking flying off and when they land it also does damage um and yeah it's just as a wrestling fan it's, it's really awesome to see it's just like yes oh, what a move um yeah, so I'm going to be playing some more of that. I think it's only you can play solo or you can play in two player. I don't think you can do squads of four yet, which oh, is a shame be awesome. because I'd love to see like you know tag proper four tag team like four person tag team matches. But at the minute it's just teams of two. Me and Graham tried to play it the other night after we finished uh, Escape Academy, but they were having massive server problems, so we couldn't even get onto the title screen. Nah. Game, um, but yeah, definitely up for playing some of that at some point this week if anyone's around. I am enjoying it quite a lot. So yeah, nice. so Rumbleverse, check it out, especially if you're a wrestling fan, Fortnite fan. It's a great alternative to the Battle Royales. Ross, tell me all about football, please. So now it means we'll be quick this week because it's fairly boring, fairly basic. FIFA just polishing off Ultimate Team at the time of the year where you can just build stupid god squads for fucking pennies. So it's quite nice just to see your team rounded off for the year before the next one comes out. Um, and then football manager playing an online career uh, with my best mate uh, Brighton and Bristol City second season has just kicked off Bristol City qualified for the Europa League finishing in 6th I'm sure and Brighton missed out on the title by goal difference to Liverpool um, but in the Champions League for this season so it's uh, been an interesting first season and on to bigger and better things second season Nice. So, not that I really want to ask more questions, but I will. You said you're finishing your FIFA 22 team off before the yeah. new one comes out. Are you going to get to transfer them over to no. the new one? No. It doesn't transfer over, no. The, the, the only... I'm still enjoying playing FIFA. It's in a good place right now, I feel, how how it plays and stuff like that. Um, the only real reason they know to be playing it is just for the sort of being able to say you've got all these epically good players and things like that and doing the SPCs and... The, the the reason I'm enjoying playing F- FIFA so much is not even so much the playing the games that I'm doing just now. It's more doing the sort of um, squad builder challenges. Um, as I've said before, this is the first year I've really got into the ultimate team side of things, so I'm a bit rusty in regards to how you actually do all the challenges and like the links and stuff like that. So having a vast assortment of cards at my disposal at the moment, it's teaching me how to do all the different types of squad battle, uh, squad builder challenges that you'll need for when 23 comes out and then be a bit more experienced for when that drops. Good. Well, I wish you luck and hopefully uh, <clears throat> you win with... What team are you playing in, Football Manager? Uh, so I, I'm Brighton and my Brighton. mate is Bristol City. Up the Brighton, as they say. Up the Seagulls. Yeah, there we go. See, I knew, I knew the terms. Ian? Hello. <laughs> uh, obviously, you're a try, uh, retired from uh, achievement hunting, so you've not really got much to talk about this week. What have you been playing? No, I haven't. So what I've been doing is I've been collecting more achievements instead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? What, the, what is it? It's like a drug, man. You, you need to like break away from this. I know. So I've, I wanted to finish the games. So what can I play? So I decided to start restart. Should I say Watchdog Legions? So I had a few missed achievements in Watchdog Legion, so I thought I'd go back and mop up some of the side story and um, finish off the side stories in the DLC as well. So I ended up going back to that. 
it's quite fun again going back into London because I guess it's close to home for us. So you know, it's quite good fun, especially because they brought back characters from my original, from like we've got Aiden Pierce and you've got Wretch as well. And once you complete this, the Bloodline expansion pack, you can bring them into the main game. So they do kind of make it a bit more fun because obviously they're known characters, so you feel like they're actually part of the storyline. So it's a bit more fun rather than the randoms that I was before anyway. Um, so yeah, mm. kind of enjoying that, kind of going through that kind of aspect again, trying to come up with all the achievements, going forward the different bases and causing a bit more carnage in London as I like to do. Good, 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 good. Uh, and I assume you've not been playing anything else. Well, apart from this, obviously, we have got sport agents. So, as you know, I am an advocate for true achievements, um, and they, every now and again, they won competitions. Um, so the latest one they've had recently is called uh, Warboats. Um, so basically, it's a bit like battleships. Um, so basically, you go against one other person, and basically, it's the quickest to sink. Not quickest, it's the... Uh, whoever ship the ships in the least amount of moves. So obviously you have a, you have your grid, um, which is eight by eight. It's a bit smaller than normal battleships, but they've all got the original battleships, like you know the the two threes, one four, one five, one two. And basically, what it does, it goes, it checks your achievement library, so all the teams you haven't got unlocked on your gamer card, and then it pick a few random ones and put it into a grid, and then obviously you unlock an achievement, and then we unlock that achievement. It'll either be hit or miss of your ship so again i'll be going through that um i had a quite a good round this this week um and to me uh, only to get all hit all the ships with 17 hits i only missed seven times so i got quite a good score for that um so i beat my opponent because they got they haven't completed they've good because they lost because after eight misses they gave up and i've done it since because they know they'll lose so <laughs> so, so I, I, I just want to make sure i'm clear <laughs> each, each each square on the grid is a certain achievement. Yes, and so you've got to unlock that achievement, and it, hopefully that hits their ship as well. Yes, correct. Okay, okay, okay. One of them was getting all the pigeons in GTA. Oh God, no! I'm not doing that again. Never, no. <laughs> again, again. Oh, oh, Done no. all the feathers in Assassin's Creed. That was bad enough. No, so it wasn't so, too. So, was there any particularly good game you played? in order to get an achievement or was it all just shit that you had to play for just this most of it was shit to play for like um like life is strange true colors well no. whoa whoa no. whoa, whoa. <laughs> shots fired and lake uh, <laughs> lucky enough lake there was no lake for me lucky enough. that's outrageous where's mr true achievements i need to have a word of him no i did play control again which i thought how good that was so that was quite nice to go back to and i made me realize i've still got to do the dlc for that so I'm sure I'll be going back to playing the, D- the DLC for Control scene. Nice, nice, good. So is that done or do you now move on to another round or something? No, because there's four rounds. I've done all four rounds. Um, so this ends now. Um, overall, I think, well, at the moment, I'm third overall. So we'll see what happens um, score-wise after the round is end. I think it ends tomorrow. So, yeah. Well, hopefully you uh, remain high up and you can... Let us know, know next week where where you ended up. And uh, I really, I just, I just need a game where I can just be lazy with and play and talk about week in week out. I really want to start Witcher, but I'm really I don't know. Something tells me don't do it, don't do it. Just do it. I was gonna say sake. do do it. Just be prepared to sink fucking hundreds of hours in. That's what I mean. I did it with Cyberpunk, so I don't know if I want to do it again with Witcher. The problem is Cyberpunk shit. <laughs> 
compared to The Witcher. Gonna say oh, you definitely enjoy, know. definitely enjoy The Witcher. You more can't than. not enjoy The Witcher. It's outstanding. You can't change what Gower looks like, can you? You can change his hairstyle and his beard and things like that. You can change his armor, but you can't change like his face. You can't make him black, basically. No. Oh, see, I like like customizing my cat like a cyberpunk. I don't He's think called the White Wolf. To be fair, yeah, that's called the Black Wolf instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see if Ian's found a way to make Geralt black next week. <laughs> the Black uh, Wolf. Anyone else got anything they want to bring up? No, no, that's about the silence. Good. Okay. Well, let's. Move Off on then. To... Why do you like Life is Strange True Colors? I, th- I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Anyway. Let's not get bogged down in that discussion right now. We haven't got time for that. Let's get into the reviews that are on the website, shall we? So we've had plenty go up over the last week or so, including, uh, I think we spoke about my Adventures of Chris Review. Endling Extinction is Forever by Daniel. We gave it a 6.3. Charming little uh, side-scrolling adventure game. Uh, AJ, no, Varno, excuse me, reviewed um, RimWorld Console Edition, which he gave a 9, which seems like it's getting a lot of love across the board. Seems, seems like if you're into that sort of thing, that's really going to scratch your, scratch an itch. Uh, and after wave downfall from Jake at 7.3, and I reviewed a couple of uh, accessories, uh, the Exa, both the uh, gaming mouse and the Fenrir S headset. Uh, both very good. You can go check out all those those reviews on the heads uh, on the headset. Check them out on the headset right now, or on the website as well. Why not while you're there? And there'll be plenty more. Like I said, my review of Escape Academy will be up tomorrow. And there's plenty more in the pipeline, including a few unreleased games, which you can talk about next week. Mm. 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 Uh, While you wait for our wonderful reviews, which you can read on xboxam.com, Ross, why don't you tell us what games people can play on Game Pass? So we've missed a wee while, so I'll recap for the start. Um, So you've got Ghost Recon Wildlands, which was August 2nd on console, PC and cloud. Shenzhen I.O., um, August 4th on PC Turbo Golf Racing which I was quite surprised at the type of game it was wasn't exactly like what it. I thought it was going to be what do you mean? <laughs> well, you played I, it, have you? I thought it was I didn't realise it was as much as it sounds daft as golf I didn't realise it was ATB um, and you've got a lot less like crash physics than that that I expected to be in it um, I expected it to be very much like um, Golf with Friends meets Rocket League and I know that's kinda like what it is, but I was expecting like to be able to smash into people's balls and wipe out other cars and stuff like that and then I was expecting it to be a wee bit more not open, but I didn't expect it to be like you tee here, your holes there. Like yeah. I get that's golf, but that wasn't what I was expecting when I first <coughs> sort of went into it. But um, have you perhaps uh, read my preview? Probably not, but that's basically the gist of it. So as you said, it's A to B even though there's eight players, you can't hit the other players with outside of weaponry. Um, so there's eight cars driving around, but you're just going through each other and the balls all over the place. Uh, it's good fun. I, I would definitely like to play it with you lot rather than on my own because I think it'd be better with a group of friends. But as it is, it's fun enough. Carry on, please. <laughs> so that's um, oh, that was August 4th, console, PC and cloud. Um, Two-point campus. Two-point games are fantastic. Basically the old um, theme games, I don't want to say the rest of them, but theme park, theme world, theme hospital these sort of games um, August 9th, console, PC and cloud cooking simulator, what is it with these simulator games isn't it, is it, is it just basically like, yeah, there's everything. a walk of life therefore it gets a game, power wash you know what? PC building, 
Uh, Feed Simulator as well. Fucking cooking, oh. cooking Simulator got reviewed by, I think, Varno when it first came out a year or so ago, and he fucking loved it. He, I think he gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, the, yeah the thing I've, is, heard, I've heard it. really good things the thing about is, it. Which see is... all those type of games. They're fantastic. Like, I, I went through, like, a rock way, like, just at the start of COVID, um, and I wanted, to, I wanted to build my new PC, but I couldn't do it because I couldn't get parts because nobody had anything. So I bought I, PC I, yeah, Building Simulator, and it's, like, mesmerising. <laughs> it's, like, everything that you do to build a PC, you do in the game, and you're just sitting like... This is fantastic, and it's just so like <laughs> simplistic, but at the same time, it's really good. It's like not everybody's cup of tea. It was the same with that um, the the other one I was playing recently, the one that's you're basically a handyman and you go around, you fix people's houses up, and then you charge them to upgrade your house to sell your house on to then buy a house flipper. I'm sure it's called Absolutely. same sort of idea, and it's not for everybody, but it's so simplistically good. It's just like, yeah, you pour like five hours in it and you go, shit, what the fuck happened? <laughs> um, so that's another one. August 11th, console, PC and cloud. Um, Expeditions Rome on August 11th on PC. And then the last one, Off World Trading Company. Again, another PC one on August 11th. Nice. So plenty of decent games there. A couple of good ones coming up, which we'll get to next week. Uh, Ian, things are leaving us, unfortunately, though. So why don't you yes. tell us? Break our hearts. Tell us what's leaving. Sad times indeed. Fortunately, we have five games leaving us. Um, and they are Boyfriend Dungeon, Curse of the Dead Gods, Library of Runia, Starmancer, and Train Simulator World 2. Nice. I believe Train Simulator World 3 is out soon, which is also possibly coming into Game Pass, so that makes sense why that's leaving. Um, but Curse of the Dead Gods got reviewed by Jake. Jake. And he, yes. again, another one he was very loved. High it. On. Yeah, he loved it. He keeps telling me to play it. I was like, well, it's going now. I can't. Yeah. So, yeah, go check them out if you're listening live because you've got about three hours to do it. So, Graham, if people aren't yes. going to be able to check the games that they're leaving, or if they don't want to wait for the games that are coming into Game Pass, perhaps they've got Game Pass uh, Xbox Live Gold, which they can redeem the free games. Why don't you tell yep. them what they can choose from? Well, they've got one more day left to pick up either Relicta or Saints Row 2 because they finish on August the 15th. And then what's left is Coleco from August the 1st to the 31st. And uh, then we've got new, new ones coming in. Scourge Bringer available from August 16th to September 15th. And Monaco, What's Yours is Mine from August 16th to the 31st. Nice. So some decent games there. I really want to try that Monaco game because I, I understand it's quite a good sort of uh, co-op stealth like uh adversarial game so you've got to try and steal each other's stuff in order to get to get a uh, lot to win and it seems interesting so perhaps that's one we could try although i'm sure it's been free before because i definitely already own it and i certainly didn't buy it yeah i own it as well so i was like i swear what i've had this before um, but again the, the 360 games are, are leaving in is it october they're stopping doing it november i heard something like that so yeah so that, that i guess they're just kind of scraping the barrel now but that's all the games that you can check out on Game Pass, Games of Gold, or stuff that's leaving Game Pass, unfortunately. Uh, thank you very much. I think that's pretty much what we would call a podcast. It's been a couple of weeks. We're a little bit rusty, I think, but we're back into back into the swing, the of, swing of things. Yeah. Nice. So thank you very much for listening this far. You were fucking here if you made it. We love you. Uh, as Ross said at the top, you can follow us, Patreon, Twitter, Discord, wherever you like. Just ask Jeeves for Xbox Tavern and hopefully we'll serve it up to you on his lovely silver platter. Um, for now you can 
follow myself at Ian on Twitter. You can follow Ross. Uh, Scottish Gruff. You can follow Ian. Well, I was just looking if our Steve was still around. It fucking is. Um, Nutty Ray. <laughs> and you can follow Graham. At Graham Reaper. Thanks very much for listening again. We will speak to you next week at 8pm. Ish. Ish. And have a wonderful, wonderful week and be good to each other. Love you, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.